Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. The one where everything is fine. Episode oh God, oh 94. God, we're all die. The one where we're that meme where the dog is in a house on fire saying, this is fine. <laughs> no, we're the follow-up to that where he's like, this is not fine. <laughs> yes. I don't think I've ever seen the follow-up. Oh, I've never good. seen the follow-up either. I'll find it for you. Yes, episode 94, an episode that will live in infamy. Uh, maybe. We'll find out. When last we left our heroes. We were in deep. Tetmanib showed up. Yes, <laughs> Tetmanib's here to save the day. I like this. Was like, I don't remotely remember they that. They need you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was upstairs, like it's in fine. the bedroom. Yeah, hanging uh, out. He's petrified too? No. No. Oh, no. Oh, he's... With a little petrified birdie statue next to him? No. Oh, it's getting no. really dark. Rick made everything bad again. Dang it, Rick. As a side note, invisibility does not protect you from a petrified game. It's true. <laughs> there is a spell that does, but I didn't take it. It's true. Yep. Y'all just need to hang on to all of your potions of mirror eyes until you got to this point, but I don't that, know. This isn't Baldur's Gate where you save those until Durlax's <laughs> Tower. We also Tower. didn't get any potions of mirror eyes. I always save them until you get to the werewolf island, because by the time you get to Durlax's Tower, you're usually pretty good. Anyway... Yeah, when last we left our heroes, the party had uh, departed from the city of Tefu, had made their way out into the hinterlands surrounding it. I don't know if the hinterlands is the proper term, but I've always liked that word, hinterlands. That's like the outside area. Yeah, the farmed area to the north, the date farms that uh, some of them still vibrant and doing well. Others, the uh, the river seemingly having adjusted its banks somewhat and leaving some to... From now on, after I cast a divination spell, I'm casting Augury and being like, is this a good idea? That would have been good for the after party. If we had cast Augury, would this have been a good idea or not? No. <laughs> so we're just like, Whoa. nah. <laughs> you know? Whoa. I'll give this to you for free without an Augury. That would probably be a pretty good idea. Yeah, that was definitely a good idea. We should have done that. Yeah. That's, that's the lesson on yours as you learned. After every divination, we cast Augury. <laughs> so, uh, yes, the party had made their way out into the uh, the hinterlands. They'd eventually found a farm that matched the description that they'd received in the divination that Onurus had cast in episode 92. This farm, uh, upon entering it, you'd found it. From the outside, looking almost seemingly abandoned, although as you've made your way in, you found that there were... Candles. Like, candles lit across the, the floor in small groupings and, like, on the stairs, ascending up to the next level, and just this creepy ambiance. You had entered the courtyard. You had found the petrified form of your your old friend, Kelru. Ah, uh, Kelru. Petrified there between two date palms. The party had then been confronted by their old friend, Kabek. No longer friends. No, not friends anymore. We had informed you that sadly he never wanted it to end this way. We are frenemies uh, now. You're frenemies. It's true. Really? Are we still friendly with him? Well, he's being polite. He is being polite. He turned Kelru into stone, man. That's cold. Technically, uh, Medusa turned Kelru into stone. On his orders. Yeah, we all know how that played out. Yeah, well... A brief conversation had ensued. Eventually, he basically said, you know, join me and together we can destroy the Pharaoh and bring balance to Osirian. But, and answered the question. And then that, you're like, never! Yeah, we answered the question that on You on killed Uris, my father! Yeah, Onuris <laughs> does not want to do that. No, Onuris, I am your great, great granddad. <laughs> <laughs> Search your soul. You knew it to be true. No. no. That's impossible. No. Anyway. Anyway. Lost their hand. It's a whole thing. <laughs> we hope not. No, no, no. Sudi's the only one that's usually maimed by these events. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, a combat jar. had ensued. Um, Kabek had flown up into the air, uh, summoned the you're still technically in the northern hemisphere, so the aurora borealis over his head. 
uh, which not you know we've never seen Australia's. before. So it was just like, whoa, that's some pretty lights. Like, oh wow, that's weird. Oh wait, no, it's it's a uh, it's a dancing light fire thing in the sky. Except for it also shoots fire beams it's down at me. It's kind of like me. call lightning. It's basically like call lightning, but with a really nice Technicolor take on it. Yes. Fancy. And then there was a Sphinx. Uh, well, yeah, you eventually get to the side. Well, I mean, first off, Hollis teleported uh, half of the party or dimension doored half of the party uh, upstairs. Three fourths of the party. Uh, Sudi has uh, has closed Blind. his eyes and is is relying on his uh, daredevil like super human because he's a cat folk senses. <laughs> sure, we'll uh, go with that. It's like I'm already half blind. My ears have already started to adjust to this. Leaving Onuris downstairs, who had blasted off uh, some attack spells on her, it had flown down, fluttered into the room, and gone, uh, maybe we should get the heck out of here. At which point, a sphinx had landed, and I'm going to say, I freaking love this artwork. I'm here. here. I'm going to pass that around. Look at that guy. He looks He's like here a to pigeon. wreck your day. He looks like a pigeon. <laughs> From far away, he looks like a pigeon. From far away. <laughs> Body of a lion, head oh, of a pigeon. Oh, wow. Oh, man. He's I want to be friends cute. with him now. No. He does he's, look like a pigeon. He's got some nice points. Yeah, but, he, but yeah, he, he matches uh, Sudi. He can be Sudi's mount into battle. I love him. He's so cute. He's evil. So? And he's about to kill me. So look if you'll... Look at your fish. Put him. Uh, <laughs> I thought he so. landed in the courtyard. No, uh, he, he landed on the, on the the skylight, effectively, over the courtyard. So he's on the roof and oh. leaned down and did that yeah. thing where he, like, cocked his head to the side. So he's staring at Onuris with just the one eye. He's like, uh... Also, um... The three of us upstairs have no idea. No. Sugar might have heard on her it screams Sphinx. Sphinx. <laughs> that means Hollis knows, and Hollis is like, "Shut up! Why are you talking about Sphinxes?" <laughs> there's like my dude. I, like, I like the idea that it, uh, he screams Sphinx. On yours goes, "Oh no, there's a Sphinx!" And then you just hear in the background, "Sphinx." <laughs> We're saved, Sudi says. No. Sadly. Wrong Sphinx. <laughs> Where's <So>. our Sphinx? <laughs> Someone call Teddy Ursa. Or Teddy Sarah. <laughs> She's not a Pokemon. Well, stop. <laughs> can't. It's copyright. I keep struggling. Don't sue us, Pokemon Company. They're not going to sue us for saying the name of a Pokemon. Pokemon Company is called Nintendo. <laughs> no, no, technically. Oh, they the own yeah. somebody else? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, technically Pokemon Company is a subsidiary of Nintendo, but they, but they are the Pokemon sub- Company. Yeah, Whoever yeah. named her did a bad job. Because I keep not remembering her real name. I only remember the Pokemon. Yeah. They and then I think that's the real name. They could only go so far. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Whose turn is it? So, uh, I suppose combat. then. Things about to get real. Real bad. Cue up a little combat music. Get back into this. On her, it has gone. The Sphinx has gone. Uh, as he was circling wide far enough away to not be easily noticed as you guys made your approach to this place. Since you're approaching, yes, he flew in, flew in through the exploding cloud of northern lights. That'll bring us to Kopek. Oh boy, the sorcerer will surrender, leave, makes a flight check. He has a tanglefoot bag. That's true. He has been tanglefooted. Fails his fly check. He falls down. Kopek go boom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Succeeds on his flight check. Yeah, we knew where that was going. Fair. He gets half of his cast level to his fly check. Floats down 10 feet, which means he's actually now level with the second floor. So he's, he's, yeah, right so he's, he he's basically went from the roof to now being level with the second floor. Onuris, imagine what we could accomplish together. And this is not the right way. I do not want to hurt you. Then don't. Then I won't. Come to me. 
Uh-oh. He gestures with a hand, spell cast. Little does he know. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. He just obviously is, doesn't know about that will save. On yours is a will, a willful SOB. <laughs> <laughs> he's well aware that you're an outsider, so this isn't some dinky charm person. Oh, no, no. He's got full I'm going to need a will monster. save for this charm monster. I'm pretty sure you have to roll like a three to fail. I but get a 27. Yeah, you're good. I rolled a 12. Yay. Yeah. And yours is like, son, <laughs> child. You, you have to actually hurt on your to take on your down. Charms don't work. You have a plus 15? Yeah. <laughs> All right, not going with that one again. Yep. So I guess on yours flips him the bird. Uh, that's yeah. the end of the comic's turn. <laughs> so this is unfortunate. Kill him. Uh-oh. You hear a movement from everywhere. I just imagine there oh, Hollis no. in the far corner is like, that's a disgusting school of magic. <laughs> no, gross. <laughs> Hollis does not like enchantment. She will use it should she need to, but it's gross. All right. So the first cultist moves out, darts around, and gets into base contact with on her as he circles around, moving into the room. So no, you see I'm him burst into the chamber, heft his falchion. Oh, oh no. Bring it up. And he hasn't tried attacking you guys yet, so he's not going to power attack. Oh, my lord. He's going after the bird. Now our bird friend. We're looking at 23. Yep. Jeez. I'm very scared. But he is a fighter type right now. He's not casting anything. So So Oh, they cast earlier. They cast something, yeah. Uh, that's 10 points of damage as the falchion arches in and slices into on Hurret. Our buddy friend. Our buddy friend? Yes. Who attacks the bird? They're evil. The second one double Although moves into the room and moves to the uh, the angled square off of Onurus next to the stairs. So he kind of rushes okay. in, bursts into the room, but he draws and hefts up his falchion as he closes in on you. Okay. They might not be casters. Well, no, they cast something. No. Yeah. Uh, the third one, the one closest to Jordan, moves 30 feet down the length of the room, moving, stops at that point, and on yours you hear, like, distant spell casting from coming from that direction. You get a 23, taking 10. True strike. Mm. Oh, that's what they're doing. Oh, okay. The next one darts into the central courtyard, moves past the palm tree. You hear him casting the exact same spell as he closes and drags his hand along the back of his blade, enchanting himself with unholy accuracy. Mm. Okay, all right. Okay, too many people on the field. Rick only punished himself by having so many people. I'm going to try to feel bad about it, but uh, yeah. it's a lot of people. I don't feel bad. The three in the back of the house rush their way forward. Uh, one of them casting another true strike. So two of them have true strike. Two of them just double move as they're trying to close the distance. As on yours, you see these men bedecked in red and black robes, their hoods pulled down low, these golden face masks staring out from underneath their hoods, just numerous copies and representations of ancient death masks clinging to their faces. As they close on the party, by the party, I mean on yours, Citra Nahamra. Well, before we begin, are you averting your guess? We heard the Medusa. Yeah, because I'm about to dig in my bag. Okay. Are you closing your eyes or just averting your gaze? I'm looking down. I got to get something out of my bag. Okay. So you're just averting. You're not closing your eyes. Yes. All right. I need to be able to see. So, yeah, you look down. It's a move action to retrieve an an item. It's a four-round action to retrieve a stored item. I have a handy haversack. Okay. So it's a move action. Yep. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. But is it a move action to hand something to someone? It's actually a move action for them to take the item from you. Dang it. Okay. I'm going to drop the scroll of fly that I was holding, and I'm going to, for free action, then as a move action, I'm going to grab out my handy-dandy magic coal, 
Okay. And then another move action. I'm going to slather it on my eyes real quick. Okay. Standard action, but yeah. Standard, yeah. Whatever. Nice. Nice. Good move. <laughs> it looks great, honey. I don't remember what it does. <laughs> oh. Uh. When applied to the eyes, the coal of uncanny discernment grants its wear low light vision, a plus two competence bonus on perception checks. Uh, you don't already have low light vision, so you now have low light vision, which I don't think you'd activated a light source yet. That's good, then. Uh, So that means because everything here is dim illumination, so you actually now have low light vision, which means that you can see everything here in normal light. Yay. It also gains a plus two resistance bonus on saving throws against gaze attacks, patterns, visual effects, and sight-based attacks. So yeah, it's going to give you a plus two bonus to save against any uh, Medusae or anything else or or any sight-based attacks. So if someone attempts to blind you or hit you with dazzling lights or something. Yep. You take this out, you grab the coal, you don't really have time to do it nicely or anything, so again, you do the uh, Furiosa from Mad Max, where you'd like take the grease and just smear it across <laughs> your face. Uh, Rad. Which is pretty awesome looking. War paint. Yeah, five foot step if you'd like to take it. Like, move into cover so you don't possibly glance at a Medusa or anything like that, but that's up to you. I'm yeah. gonna want to look out there in a second, but not yet. Uh, yeah, but at the same time, I want to be able to get ready for an attack. Yeah, I'll take a I'll take a five foot step behind the doorway for the moment. That way, then that's the only thing I can do because Hollis needs to be able to look out. Okay, Sudi, go ahead and make me a perception roll. Alrighty. Okay, roll perfectly average with a ten for a twenty-seven. You hear movement, a shuffling of robes, footsteps, a very soft coming from ahead of you. She's in the closet. That'd be interesting. <laughs> oh, that would be a twist. <laughs> but ahead of him is not the yeah. I know, but I just think it'd be funny if she was in the closet. So do I have an idea where she is? That's the real question. Ha-ha! You hear the sound of the curtain at the far end of the uh, the passage, the beaded curtain, jingle softly as something brushes against it. The Medusa takes a five-foot step to the side. All Sudi hears is this creak sound of a bow. Uh-oh. And then this thwang. Uh-oh. As the uh, Medusa shoots an arrow straight at the blinded catfolk. Okay. I am flat-footed. Looking at a 23 against your flat-footed blinded AC. Uh, yeah, that would have hit me even if I wasn't blinded. Well, then you don't feel too bad, do yep. you? So. She's hitting you with an arrow. Maybe it'll be okay. Uh, that's actually not bad. Well... This depends on if it's a mighty composite bow and what her strength modifier is. Uh, yeah, but for me, I have DR, so oh, at yeah. least that's something that's hitting my DR. What if it's poisoned? I hope not. Well, we'll cross average when we come to it. <laughs> yeah, basically. The arrow strikes Sudi for three points of damage. That's rather and low. And he's rolling more things. Yeah. Follow that up with the 21. Uh, yep, that'll hit me. And another six points of damage as a second arrow okay. slams into your thigh. So he just kind of hisses and grits through the pain. Come to bring me my ring. Just give it to her. (laughs) Maybe, but they're going to have to come closer. (laughs) Hollis. All right. um, Hollis is going to move action, open the flap of her familiar satchel in case she turns to stone. Hollis. Hollis. Yeah? I made my knowledge check about Medusa previously. As long as you stay more than 30 feet away from her, you should be fine. Am I more than 30 feet away from yes. here? Yes. Uh, 30 feet's the length of that room outside. Excellent. Um, I'm going to step in behind Sudi, five foot step, and I'm going to put her in a pit. Pit her! <laughs> going to try to pit her? Please, 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 please. Come I'm going to position the pit so that if she wants to leave that room, she has to go through it, but it also includes her square. So it would be like... Uh, I see what you mean. 
<laughs> yeah, so she'll either be trapped over there or uh, she'll go in a pit. Oh, or she'll nice. can, you, can you put a pit in a structure in a square with a wall? I don't know. Let me look. Not so. sure. Because that does raise the question of if that was like a load-bearing wall, could you put a pit and collapse the area? Well, it's extra-dimensional. Yeah. You must create the pit on a horizontal surface of sufficient size. So, um, yeah. I would say that since, well, no, since there's a wall there that's interrupting the yeah. the area. So you need so to you put, can it put it in room. front of her so she couldn't move into the room. Which, don't do that. No. Or you can put it on her square, but if she makes the reflex save, she'd jump into the room. Mm. On the plus side, if you put it in front of her, if she ends her turn in the only square that she could end her turn and continue shooting without backing further up, then she would have to make a reflex save to fall. It would also keep her from moving out of that room, and so far she seems to, she did, what, nine points of damage to Sudi with her ranged attacks? Yeah. Hmm. So that kind of removes her from the combat unless she tries to jump it. Which, if she tries to jump it, she wouldn't have a running start, and she would be Or you could put it under. Trouble. I'd put her on her so I can at least get close to her. Because once she's out of the fight, I feel like this becomes a lot more manageable. Also, and I don't know if this would be Jordan's direction to take this, even if she made the save, Sudi's turn comes up again and oh. could feasibly do a flying bull rush kick into her. Thought about <laughs> to it. This is Sparta uh, hurting to the pit. To be but. honest, wasn't really thinking that way, but now I am. <laughs> Thanks, okay. Rick. Uh, I'll put the pit under her. Okay. Pit her. Pit her. Oh, please work, please work, please work. Come on, that one. All right. I'm so scared. Reflex saves are good, but they're not great. Let's see. It's pretty midland. It's a 19. Ha, no! Go <laughs> Yes! Go Holland! I love when I don't have to roll! <laughs> All right, Yay. so how, how deep is your pit? Oh, uh, yeah, I should know that. Probably 10 feet per level. I think it's two. Um, <laughs> 10 feet per two levels, oh. level, so it is 40 feet deep. The DC to climb out of it is a 30. Wow. <laughs> okay. She takes her normal fall damage plus 2d6 points of acid damage per round spent in contact with the acid. And any items she's carrying that are exposed can be harmed. Nice. Goodbye, treasure. Oh. You know what? F her and her dang rings. Have that. How well, you like that? It's it's one of those things. It's our where treasure, but she'll be sad while it's happening. Yeah. Maybe she'll start throwing them out to save them. Well, all oh. of her all of her magic <laughs> items should have uh, hardness, so it will limit the amount of damage. They're affected one at a time in the order listed on the table. Oh, okay. okay. And they make fortitude saves after three consecutive rounds or gain the broken condition. I mean, we can fix that. Yeah, mending right. And then if they're broken, they have to make a save or be destroyed. Ah, okay. Ha ha! Right. And acid pit counts as a yielding surface, yes, the acid? Uh yes. Yielding surface. So normal fall, yielding surface, two D six of acid per round. Okay. So she falls down this pit. Uh, she takes 1d6 points of damage per 10 feet fallen. So that's 40. Uh, falling onto a yielding surface converts the first 1d6 of damage to non-lethal. Is it, it's yielding, not water, correct? It said yielding. Yielding. Okay, so the first 1d6 is non-lethal, and then the rest of it is going to be lethal. Okay, she takes one non-lethal. Okay. Then she takes 10 falling, and then she takes seven acid. I don't know if those matter to separately or not, but... All right, that's the thing. I feel uh, so much better. <laughs> so there's a scream. Y'all need there. to come downstairs and help me. Uh, yeah, that's... She's that's in there eight play. rounds. <laughs> As she falls into the pit. <laughs> oh, I didn't know her the, name was Wilhelm. The legendary Wilhelm Medusa. <laughs> uh. All right, y'all, we got um, just a handful of seconds, but it should be enough to maybe deal with the rest of these guys. What did you just do? I put her in a pit with acid. Okay. 
So it means you can open your eyes now. Sudi opens. Oh yeah, you can open your eyes. Sorry, Sudi opens his eyes. <laughs> and the pit's forty feet deep, correct? Yes. Yeah. So that means even on the ledge of the pit, you're yeah. outside of her gaze range for her. That's true. You want to just like rain death upon Magic her. missile. Magic missile. Magic missile. <laughs> I do have three of them. Magic missile. Uh, yeah. So that kind of swings things a little bit. Oh, uh, oh my nice. god! Oh, I thought man. she was. I actually thought she had a chance of making that with that nineteen. What was your? What was the save DC on that? Twenty. Twenty. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh. So I just had to roll a twelve. Oh man. Uh, on yours. Thank God. Um, the woo. guy just stabbed your bird, and then there's another. You dude. heard a lot of cheering. I need to figure out if I can holy smite the Sphinx, Kabek, and the two dudes on the ground. It's a 20 foot burst. If I can't hit the two dudes on the ground, I definitely want to hit the Sphinx and Kabek. You could hit the Sphinx and Kabek, or you could hit Kabek and the two dudes on the ground, but not all four. Yeah, that, uh, yeah that's the Sphinx and Kavak. Then okay, uh, you're gonna step out. Five I can feet. see where they are. No, you would actually have to take a five foot step out into the courtyard because you can't see high enough to target. But where I'm you under need a to... covering, right? On that yeah, first there's, yeah, there's yeah. Like yeah. A you're still uh, you're still under the the covering, but because where the uh, the second floor the walkway extends out to actually see where what you I'm need to see. What I'm saying is the call Aurora Borealis fired crap can't hit me because I'm underneath a covering. Well, it can hit you, but it does reduce damage. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I'll take the five foot step out. Alright. I feel so much better. They need to make a will save. DC's 21. Kabek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets a 27. The Sphinx gets an 11. Poor Sphinx. He's gonna be blind. Yep. Alright, so they're both evil, right? They are both evil. All right, so 1d8 per two caster levels to a maximum of 5d8, so it's going to do 48, and the Sphinx is blind for one round. All right. And this is holy untyped damage? Yes. Just holy damage? Holy damage. Okay. All right, so the Sphinx takes 23 points of damage oh, and is Jesus. blinded. Wow. Holy smite, baby. Nice. And then uh, Kabek would take half of that and is not blinded. Holy damage, Batman. Mm-hmm. Blinded for one round? Yes. Nice. Okay. All right, maybe this, maybe we'll be able to turn this around. Putting the pit, putting the lady in the pit. Yeah, the, putting yeah. her in the pit was that, a that good was sign. Because nice. now we can look. We now have one round where the, hopefully the Sphinx will stay out. Give us a chance to hopefully mop some of these guys up. Can't believe they attacked the bird. Yeah, that was. I'm upset. I'm upset. You go for the Sudi. thing on the ground. Yeah. All right, Sudi. Are you open- averting your gaze? No. That's just that task. Yeah, Sudi opens his eyes. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. The Don't invisible Medusa. Oh, no. God. <laughs> uh, well, I can't see it. No, yeah, yeah, you would. Visibility is not useful for Medusa. Okay, so I open my eyes. I see the Medusa. Well, I, I just see a pit ahead of me, I guess. Yeah, uh, exactly. Actually, barely. Do you have low light vision? Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay, yeah. So you see kind of a dark outline on the other side of this beaded curtain because she was just shooting through this beaded curtain at yeah. you. Hollis just kind of poked her head around the corner and went, no. Nah. He, like, he, like, glances back at Hollis. Thumbs up. Begins running down the stairs. <laughs> um, so I move. 15 gets you here. To there. Um, I have the high ground, Anakin. Um, so I can punch this cultist from here. Yeah, there is relling, so it's going to give him partial cover. Yeah, I'll roll with it. All right. I roll poorly. I roll a three for a 16 with the high ground. 16 will not strike your target. Yeah, that's why I thought. I roll poorly. Oh, well, but I'm here. Yay for me. I kind of wish you'd gone one more, though. I mean, I guess I could because he has five. <laughs> well, I mean, if you got if you'd gone one more square, then Citra could have gotten in there. Oh well. <laughs> Just flip you over. Could me. Acrobatics. Do some flippy floppies. Flippy I'm probably gonna have to. Because if we can cut it off, that'll at least mean three of them are on us, and then the other three will probably go after on Uris, maybe. 
So that that evens it a little bit better. From Sudi we go to Unhurt. Are you stupid people? Um, he'll provoke if he leaves us where he's in, even with his flyby attack, won't he? Yes. Yes. Can he fly away from that person after attacking with his flyby attack? Flyby attack is like spring attack. You have to move both before and after. You could just withdraw. Uh, you could just fly away afterwards. <laughs> he can use a withdrawal action if he wants to move away without provoking attack of opportunity, although there's almost nowhere he can move at That's that point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's, he's between a rock and a hard place for sure. He could full out attack the guy, but... I guess he's going to full out attack this cultist. All right. Because there's not really anywhere else for him to go. It's too bad You're he can't fly perfect, upstairs. Perfect 20. Perfect 20 will automatically hit. Threat ah, will confirm. Fighting. Deal his mask. What would that get us? I don't know. He gets That's a 22 funny. to confirm. 22 will confirm your critical hit. Nice. He does seven points of damage. Stab All right, with gouges the sword, him. will you? Uh, 12 I don't think is going to hit with his claw. Uh, I'm afraid not. And another 12 won't hit. Sad. Um, I guess he's going to take a five-foot birdie hop backwards. All right. He hops. He attack, he protect, he hop. Okay. <laughs> well, he was already flying, so if he wants to make a fly check and continue hovering, he can do that. He can also take a five-foot step while uh, flying because he has a fly speed. It's not a step, technically, but... Five-foot oh, wow. flutter. 31. Uh, if it helps, hovers a DC 15. All right. <laughs> then he doesn't even have to roll. Okay. He has a hawk. From unhurt, we go to the blind sphinx. It... Runs away. Takes off into the air, disappearing from where you saw it previously and flying out over the building. Okay. We scared off. Be nice if that was the case. Yeah, right. That would have been relatively easy. Okay. It's out there flying at the moment. Okay. Uh, it's screeching angrily. It's not saying anything. It's just screeching angrily. I was going to say, I can, I can understand what it says. From there, we go to Kubek, who winces under the blast of holy energy, extends a hand, gestures, points, as a bolt of lightning explodes from his fingertip, arcing straight down it on Eurus. I will oh, need no. a reflex save. Oh, no. Oh, no. Baby, driving me up. 18. 18. Oh, my God. It's a lot of D6s. Lightning it's 10 D6. Or lightning arc, which is what I have. No, it didn't go anywhere else. It's a D6. So that would have been 36 normally. So you save for half or 18 points of electricity damage and as it arcs into take you. take 13 because I have five electricity resistance. All right. He then succeeds on his flight check as he flies 30 feet back up into the air. Aye. Coward. Um, so he's now at a height of 40 feet up. Jeez. This guy. Uh, on your issue, you've lost sight of him from under the cover. That brings us to these cultists. All right, so the first one's going to take a five-foot step over and swing at on Hurt. God, this guy. The bird just critical. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, that's, right. That's, that's, that's right. The bird just took a chunk out of his neck. Screw that's his fair. Bird. That's fair. Yeah, that's appropriate. <laughs> he started it, though. <laughs> True. He also hit with his first swing, so he's going to go ahead and power attack. Which may or may not have been a good idea. Uh, 17. No. All right. So the bird flutters out of the way as he hefts and swings, yelling out. The next one, the one at the bottom of the stairs there, is going to go ahead and swing up at Sudi as he takes a two-handed grip and swings his Falcata up at Sudi. Falchion? Falcata or Falchion? Uh, sorry, Falchion. Yeah. They're both bad. Uh, that's only a 14, though, to hit the monk. Not even close, yeah. All right. So the one closest to Jessica there... Oh, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, he's going to double move to get uh, at the bottom of the stairs right behind on Eurus. 
Okay. So he rushes around. Oh no, no, yours can't hide. I have a plan. I have a plan. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, they're gonna box on your ascent for sure. Well, I'm gonna see if I can do something about callback. That's my next plan. Oh, wait, no. He's one of the ones that cast True Strike on himself. Yeah, he did. Yeah, oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, he has, yeah. he's going to move up next to, uh, on her and take yeah. a swing. Because it has to be used this at round. At this round, yeah. I don't like this. I don't like it at all. This is awful. Power attacks, because why wouldn't I he? I mean, with a plus 20 bonus, yeah. Yeah, that's 35. Jesus. Yes. Good thing we're not playing second edition, gracious. 18 points of damage to the uh, familiar. Ooh. So he swings around, slicing into on her the next one there, the one behind the date palm, darts out from behind that and moves into the angled square off of Onuris. He also has his true strike still in effect. Uh-oh. Swings at the priest with a power attack, of course, with a 33. Yep. Uh, 17 points of damage as his blade slices into Onuris, uh, hammering down with the sword. The next one there, who does not have true strike, takes a five-foot step over to the other angle off of Onuris as these two face off directly in front of him. Natural one will not strike his target uh, as he just kind of hefts forward, swings. The other one's power attack slices into Onuris and blood splatters into this one's face as he stumbles back with the uh, the arterial spray. All right, so that the last of the six of them rushes into the room and will move into double move into the square behind Onuris at ah, the base of the stairs. Geez. But Sudi's on the stairs, so we're okay. Sudi is on yeah, the stairs. Yeah, so I can draw some fire with that. So you're, you take a lightning bolt, kind of blink that away, feel a sword impact your shoulder, spin around in just enough time to kind of slash back and keep the other one at bay, and you hear this third one and coming in from behind you. Uh, although you did hear, you know, a Sudi haya or whatever uh, attack <laughs> noises that he makes. Wow! <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Really. A Sudi yowl come from behind you. Yeah, not really what Sudi says, but it's... it's Citra fun. Nahamra. Uh, Citra is going to try to acrobatics down the stairs and get on the other side of these cultists at the bottom of the stairs. Uh, so you can't, with a single move, you can get to the bottom of the stairs. So it's hop over 10, the railing or 20, and then 30 feet puts you right in front of Sudi. Oh, yeah, because I'm behind that wall. So if you want to get oh. an attack in. Well, so what you could do, you could use a single move to move to there and then an acrobatics check to then flip past them. No, because I need to attack this round. Okay, so yeah, you can just yeah. get onto the stairs, okay. but... But I can get in front of Sudi. You can do yes. it without acrobatics okay. too, because uh, you have partial cover. I'm going to get in front of Sudi, and then I'm going to attack the one that's uh, trying to backstab on yours. So you go charging down the stairs, dart past Sudi, just kind of rolling past him as he's fending off this man and his Falcata. Falchion. Falchion. I don't know why I keep saying Falcata. I don't know. You uh, spin your Kukri and swing. I roll an 18, which is a threat for a 30. Nice. A 30 will hit Very nice. threat. Roll to confirm your critical hit. Mm, I don't know, but maybe 21 to confirm. 21 will confirm your critical Yay. hit as you bring your blade around, slicing down at this man. For 19 points of damage. A vicious cut into the cultist. Oh, before I w go down the stairs, I left the scroll a fly right there. Hollis. <laughs> All right. Uh, did you want to draw a uh, weapon as you moved down there? I already had one out. I okay. had. Just I didn't know if you wanted to draw your offhand kukri. Actually, oh, two yeah. weapon fight. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yes, I drew my second one for the one. Citra okay. two weapon fight. <laughs> from Citra, we go to this Medusa. Yeah, you're in a pit. And first off, she begins her turn in the acid. Yay. Takes Ooh. 10 damage. Dang. Nice. Nice. I rolled two fives. Yay. It's a DC Turns out three. none of her rings help her. Ha ha. Ha. That would be actually be really funny if she had a ring that gave her fly. That would be That'd awful. That would be awful. No, I, was, I, was more, I mean, even if she had like a ring of climbing or something, it'd be like, yeah. ah, plus five. All right. 
30 DC for that climb check. 30? Yeah. Yep. Can't she even make it? That's physically impossible <laughs> for her. Great. You but live it, there now. Yeah. So. So yeah. Uh, Hollis, you hear echoing out of that, you know, a yell for callback. Nah, he's busy, honey. <laughs> you shouldn't have aligned yourself Call with such me. an ass. <laughs> you done turned me to stone once. Fool me once, shame, shame on, on you. <laughs> Fool me twice, you know, shame on me, and I don't like shame. <laughs> Fool me twice, you won't fool me again. <laughs> Not W. Uh, yeah, there's nothing she can do. Ha-ha, she ha-ha. cannot make that climb check. Nice. Suffer. <laughs> she would attempt to climb the walls, but yeah, that's not no avail. anywhere. Yeah. Oh cool. yeah, and it'll hurt your items if you let them touch that acid. So you know, be careful. <laughs> Out of spite, she takes all of her rings and throws them in the acid. If I can't have them, no one can. Well, she might uh, think she Hollis. Uh, Hollis is gonna be. Uh, Hollis already opened her familiar satchel, so she's like, she's gonna pick up that scroll, would you? And then, and then, um, I need to be able to see these three guys. But I don't fully need to go all the way down the stairs. I just need to be able to see them all. Um, from the top of the just landing. Squat. No. From the top of the landing, you could see you could see the one at the base of the stairs. You could see the one over the railing, and you could see the one facing on Hurt. But the other one that's at the far wall is too far away. How do I get to where I can see them all? I just need to see. What are you trying to do to them? Lightning arc. Oh, okay. But well, you could lightning arc them. between the two the two that you can't. It see. wouldn't hit the no middle guy there. Oh, you're trying to hit all three. I'm trying to hit okay. all three because like that's what lightning arc. Well, for. I'm gonna move. You can delay and see if Sudi gets out. Yeah, of Yeah, I can. I can. I'm gonna hop out of there. Right. Sudi, move. I'll delay. Hollis delays on yours. Stupid cultists and they're stupid, stupid. Um, I am going to convert uh, one of my fourth level spells into a healing spell because out. All right. I get a 30 to cast on the defensive. Uh, what level spell? Fourth? Yes. It's DC 23. Alright, I get 27 back. So you feel a pulse of positive energy flow through you. Revifying and healing you from on yours. Uh, you still have move action left if you'd like to take it. There's nowhere for step. me to go. You could step. Well, you're not on a flank, so. Yeah, you're probably about to be on a flank. I guess I'll take a five foot step. All right. So you take a five foot step off to on yours left. You're doing the Cupid shuffle. To the left, to the left. Sudi Kantar. All right. I want to get to the bottom of the stairs on the other side of the cultist. So I will do an acrobatics to basically flip over oh. them to land on the other side. You know what I imagine? I imagine you're like uh, leg up, Citra, and then like she bends down. Oh and yeah, and I jump on your shoulder and, and like fly yeah, over. Yeah, like, gotta war this. Dramatic. You know? There you That's go. Fun. I, I like it. it. I'm apparently a tray. Uh, or not? Betray you? Was it a tray? Yeah, um, Atreus. Atreus. Yeah. That's right. Not the horse from whatever. Not the horse. Yeah, exactly. That's Atreus. Yeah, so it's going to be an acrobatics check. You're moving through one of those squares, which increases the DC by five. You're also moving through a second threatened square, which increases it by an additional two. So it's going to be against their CMD plus seven. Okay, and then I've got a 16 on my acrobatics. Let's see what I can pull off. That's oh, an 18 on the dice. Hey. Uh, for 34. a 30, yeah, 34. Bam, bam. To hop, hop over them to land in the flank with Citra. Yeah, it certainly wasn't a gimme. So, no, yeah, yeah, that, uh, that, that will oh, succeed no. as you flip over him. What are you, uh, are you in front of the cultist in front of Citra? No, I'm, I'm between on her, on her and on yours. Right okay, here. that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> no, no, I'm not in the. No, I'm not in the. I'm not in your art <laughs> lightning up line. No, no, no. Um, okay, so I flip over Because Hollis there. isn't going to stop for nothing. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I am. I'm not evil. 
There you go. So you flip okay? over, That's yeah, because yeah. he's getting into the flank for Citra. Yeah, so yeah. I'm getting in the flank for Citra. Also give myself a plus two bonus, because yes. why not? Plus two, plus two. And then I will punch this guy. All right. Knock him out. Hello. Uh, slightly better. He's bleeding profusely. Hey, they're from alive my head. too, by the uh, way. So that's a twenty-one with the flank. They're alive too, you know. Uh, I'll do non-lethal to them, but no, I meant for stunning fist. Oh, I could. If stun you wanted them to stun, I don't think you're worried about doing I'm non-lethal because these guys explode usually. Oh yeah, that's explode. true. <laughs> uh, good point. No, I'll hit him with a. Yeah. I forgot they explode. No, yeah. I didn't. I didn't either. Uh, so I'll hit him with a twenty-one. Uh, twenty-one will strike your flanked target. Okay. Alrighty. Punch, punch. Uh, that's nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. Hollis re-enters. Yeah, he's still standing. Okay. I sidle down the stairs. Hollis re-entered this the initiative. And I cast, Slowly well, walks down the stairs. I still tell Sugar to get the scroll. Okay. And then I, uh... Oh, she can hop out, retrieve the scroll, so she'll be upstairs. She can come back down when she's done. Okay. I'm not going further. I'm in a lightning arc these three <laughs> I, I like that there's, the, behind you, there's this chicken with a scroll that's just like... Bark, bark. So the way lightning arc works, I pick two targets and it lightnings everything between them. It's a D6 of lightning per caster level. Ooh, nice. Make with the and it'll set fire to any combustibles or objects, melt metal, etc. Awesome. They do get a reflex save for half. Okay. All right. Cultist number one, which is the one on the far left, gets a 15. Cultist number two gets a 10. Yikes. And the one at the uh, off the side of the stairs there does manage a 19. Nope, DC was a 21. Oh, okay. Wow. These, are, these have got to be fighter wizards, not rogue wizards. Wowzers. Like oh, they're hitting pretty hard, and they're using a martial weapon. Yeah. So. So. Magus? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe some I... mega. The air fills with the crackling sound of electricity. I like that. All right, they take... 26 electricity. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that is between them is also on fire. If there's like objects, I don't know. I don't think there's anything else in this room. It's like the entryway. I don't either, but just in case. Well, that was fun. All three of them explode. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh what I was gosh, right I hope not. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for too. Well, I mean, on her it did F one of them so up. So a blast of lightning sears through there, uh, catching off all of them, maybe giving a little bit more credence to uh, Jordan's theory. All three of them are still standing even after the blast, ah. although they look rough. Dang fighters. I weakened them up for you a little bit. Tenderized them. <laughs> As they say in the kitchen. On her. Oh, buddy. All right, which one of the two closest to him looks the most hurt? The one that he critical. Yeah. The others <laughs> haven't been hit, so. Yeah, the others have been uninjured up until this point. 29. 29 will strike your target. He, so he dies back in with a screech. Three points of damage. His claws count as magical and silver now, by the way. Okay. Nice. They're not werewolves. They're were-camels. <laughs> were-camel. Uh-huh. That's what I said. <laughs> he's, still, he's still moving. 20... 20. A 2020 will hit. <laughs> Happy New Year. Hits twice even. He does four points of damage. It's the Get most him, he can boy. do with his little Continues claws. digging in with his claws. The man screams so, out obscenities. And a 21 will hit. 21 will hit. He does two more points of damage. All right. The guy's still standing, but he's looking pretty and rough. he's caged in. There's nowhere he can go, is there? Uh, unless he wants to go back into a corner. Yeah, he's he, not can, getting he move into a that. corner, but that's it. Uh, so he'll stay where he is so he can't be flanked. And he's next on Uris. If on Uris needs to reach around and touch him. Hold on. He's past the door now. Oh, yeah, because the door is where the cultist is. Yeah. Is yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he can't reach Never around and touch on her, on her. No. He's next to Sudi anyway. Yeah. 
I believe the Sphinx has regained his eyesight. Yes, unfortunately. He dive bombs. Let's see what he does. Come on. He fails his fly check and he plummets to the ground. Hmm. That'd be nice, but probably not going to happen. He moves, makes a DC 26 strength check, which will succeed. Uh, As the front door explodes inwards. This beaked head looking in, cocking to the side before screeching in rage as he looks in through the uh, the door. Nope, don't like that. All like horror movie style as like one claw starts reaching in and digging inside of the doorway. Johnny. Uh, Yeah, here's Johnny. If you'll take the Sphinx there, move him over here to the front door. My word. Were they double doors? No, he's they are It's now. a single okay. door, so he just ripped open that and is starting to like wedge his way through. He can still squeeze if he needs to. Yeah. Jeez. He's not a cat, though. It might take him a little longer. It's true. Gracious. Well, right now all he can reach is cultists. Yep. True. Yeah, because he does have a 10-foot reach, so if you guys were a little closer there, but he kind of eyes inside, gets a... You almost get the feeling like he's a... Oh, Bioshock Infinite with a bird. Aww, oh, yeah, Songbird. That song made me so yeah. sad. Uh, but you almost get a feeling like he's uh, appraising where all of you are. Because, again, he couldn't see that from above. He kind of takes a look in there and then seems to kind of slink his way back from the doorway a little bit. He's probably going to hop over to the other side. Maybe. Maybe. Is there any way for us to tell if he is indeed being controlled? Uh, you get sense a motive. sense motive. But we don't really know what he's like normally. It's, it's a little hard to tell. Yeah, a little hard to tell considering that we don't have a baseline. That's really. like two or three steps out in my grandmaster plan. Yeah, worrying more about the things in base-to-base contact and the things that can hit us from range, but not he's not, neither right now. And we know his breed of Sphinx is the evil yeah. evil male Sphinx. Well, yes. you know, if we had a good enough intimidate, somebody could probably, if he wasn't charmed, um, like, do what I say instead. I don't know if I get a bonus for being a living monolith and speaking his language, but no, I... I mean, I can try, but... Yeah, not important now. Yeah. Like I said, not too terribly worried about it right now. That brings us to Kubik. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. What's he got in store now? So Kubik spellcasts very distantly. Can, can I, we hear can it? I? Yeah. I'm going to increase the DC for Onuris by five due to distance and the rest of the party by seven. Onuris gets a 30. <laughs> um... I got a 26. Sure cut an 18. I didn't roll great. I didn't either. <laughs> so 30, 26, 18? Yep. The 26 would still succeed. Oh, wow. And the 30 would succeed as both of you realize that he's cast Blink. Bah. And it's now flickering between the planes. You. All right. I have a dispel magic. I do too. We have some stuff, but I have a different plan for him. We'll see. He soars up to a height of 60 feet. Oh, jeez, this guy. Surveilling the battlefield. And by that, I mean mostly just watching because he can still kind of see on yours' feet, maybe. No, actually, from that height, he can't even well, see anything could, on yours. Position himself more at an angle, I guess. Uh, I don't know. No, because the roof kind of curves in at the top. So if he goes any further off, oh, then he's okay, going to miss. Okay. Yeah. Because there's an overhang so that the uh, upper court, the upper walkway is still covered. From Kubik, we go to our friendly neighborhood cultists. Aye. All right. So the first one, we'll take a swing at Unhurt. God. Dang it. Still power attacking, but. It's a 15. No. The second one swings at Sudi. Okay. He hasn't swung at Sudi yet, so he won't power attack. Okay. Yeah, it probably wouldn't have mattered either way. 14. Nope. The third one, he's going to step out of that flank by stepping through the doorway to confront on Eurus. Ah. But instead, he's actually going to swing at Sudi. Oh, um, he's in the flank with... Yeah, because he's in the flank. Sudi gets a plus two cover bonus because he's attacking around the door jam. So it just... Evens out. 
It rolls a natural one, so Woo. that doesn't matter. Um, even. These guys do have bad dice luck. Yeah, I've been rolling crap for them. It's it's kind of consistent too. It's kind of funny. The one next to the stairs is going to take a five foot slide over. You know he's going to he's going to go for Sudi because he's on even leveling. Okay. Twenty one is a little better. Uh, will still not hit me though. Yeah. The one in the courtyard there that's in front of Onuris takes a five foot step sliding into the flank. Hefts his falchion and swings. Nice. He will power attack. Oh boy. Uh, probably not still. That's a 20. Nope. Yeah, I cannot roll over like a freaking 10 for these guys. That's good. Keep that up. Uh, oh, I feel so bad for you. Yeah, no. The last one there. Yeah, he'll just step up next to on yours and he'll just. He'll swing. He won't power attack. There it is. 29. Yeah, that'll hit me. That is a threat. Uh oh, spaghettios. And there it goes. Uh, 21. Nope. Nope. Oh, it's still a hit. So. Still a hit. Uh, still 14 points of damage as the falchion swings and slams oh, into man, you. Oh man, these guys hit hard. When they, they have can falchions. hit. Yeah. They have an 18 to 20 critical weapon that's yep. two handed. They can do a lot of damage when they can hit. That's it for the cultists, which brings us to Citra. Stole well, my flank! Yeah, the only one you can get into a flank with now is the one that's catty corner with Sudi and the stairs. Uh, I'm gonna flip flop to get in that diagonal flank square across from Sudi. All right, She's so you're you're flip flipping over, over the, the railing. Yeah. yeah. All right. I thought I was down at the bottom. No, no. you're no, you're close. You're, you're at the, the bottom of the stairs, basically. Like you're on the stairs, but right. Oh, where they okay. The... Well, I'm gonna flip over the railing. To move 10 feet to get in the flank with Sudi. All right, so you're going to need an acrobatics check. You're not moving uh, more than half your speed, so it's only against their combat mirror defense plus two because you're moving through through the uh, two threatened squares. Will 31 succeed? Yeah, 31 will easily succeed. Will a 21 hit? 21, is that what the plus two for flanking? Yes. It'll hit on your... 21 will hit your target. All right, not not a wreck face. I'm sure I'll be softened up. hit with a 20, so... They're softened up for you, friend. Oh, yeah, that's one that was hit by the lightning arc. Uh-huh. It's maybe an explosion time. Okay. Hold well on. Uh-oh. <laughs> for 28 points of damage. Wow. Good. <laughs> wow. I love Blank. sneak attack. Sneak? Oh, boy. We're going to get boomed. Hey, but she got two weapons out, so she can you do some double attack. You ram your blade into this guy. And he he stumbles, and there's a foosh. Boom. I will need a reflex save from Sudi and Citra. Okay. Ah, crud. It's only five feet around them. All right. Yeah, this well, sucks. I got a 14. Okay. Roll poorly, roll five. I also got a 14. Wow. I rolled a one. Great. Y'all forgot that they exploded. <laughs> that was very surprising. You both take 10 points of fire Ow. damage as it blasts you, Ow. searing you back as his body just disintegrates into nothingness. And there's just the clattering sound of the sword and mask hitting the ground. Oh, wait. As um, fiery snakes explode is everywhere. Is this a fire effect? Or, I mean, it's fire. Yeah, I mean, I, I know it's, it's fire damage, you. but is it like in a fire effect? So I do get a plus one on that. It's doing fire damage. I'll call it a fire effect. Uh, with a 15 save. 15 saves. Hey! Are you serious? You mean I had to roll a two? <laughs> oh, oh, did you roll a natural one? Yes! Oh, well, that's oh. important. Yeah, that means uh, one of your items will take some damage, too. Yep. Okay, so yeah. Sudi gets a 15. She did say she rolled a one. Uh, yeah, so I get a 15. Um, I believe you have evasion. I do have evasion. Yeah, so, yeah, you spring entirely Whee. out of the way. Sudi's so having a good time in the um, center of all this. I was about to bring up your catfolk look also, but... Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Citra, however, takes the blast full on as well as uh Alright, so it's shield, which you don't have, so after that it's your armor. What armor do you wear? Plus one mithril chain. Okay, so that gives that. Uh, so your armor's taking three hit points of damage. We will have to mend it. We'll have to buff that out. Yeah, so your armor is slightly singed. Usually you had to have taken a ton of damage and botched a reflex save for something to be destroyed. But it happens. Hit hit with enough, guys. Yeah, just hit with enough acid pits. From Citra, we go to the Medusa. Go ahead and roll your damage. Hey! Yay! Yeah, Kavik ain't helping her. Six damage. Six damage, all right. Is it 2d6? 2d6. I rolled three. Two threes. Ah. <laughs> uh, also, uh, go ahead and give me a sense motive check from Citra. Where was that roll when I needed it? That'd be a 31. 31? Yeah, you flip over here. You ram your blade to this guy. This guy explodes. You kind of stumble back from the blast of that. Do that thing where you like you stumble back, you kind of pinwheel your arms, and you feel something catch on your cloak as this sphinx's claw darts forward, and you're just at the edge of his reach as his claws tear into your cloak. As you turn around, glancing back towards him, you can see these like these sharp eyes, but there's just underneath that level just this dullness that you recognize as mental domination. This one has not been intimidated into service so much as just magically dominated, much as the Medusa, you assume. He's not here of his own free will. Oh, that's something. On yours. I'll add it to the list. (laughs) I'm also not here of my own free will. I was just thinking of my, like, never-ending list of spells I want to cast in a row, like... All right, so on yours gets a 38 to cast Fire Shield on the defensive. I'm going with cold damage. Nice. Wait, you can make Fire Shield do cold damage? It's either fire... You choose warm or cold. Oh, okay. The cold gives you fire resistance, Yes, and since Kavak... Hitting you with that fire. Yes. I haven't seen cold yet, so... And these guys do fire damage when they freaking explode. Yeah. True. And it also provides you... Uh, it does damage to them when they strike you, correct? Yes. Right. 1d6 plus 9. Nice. And I take half damage from fire-based attacks, and I have evasion for fire-based attacks, basically. Okay. So if I pass the save, I won't take any damage. Now you just look like you're on fire. Yes, I look like I'm covered in blue flame. And I can't really go anywhere, so I'm just going to hang out. Sorry, I don't get to do this a lot. I'm rolling to see whether or not they identified the spell as you're casting it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you have five foot step or move extra remaining. Yeah, I'm staying there. I can't really go anywhere else. All right, hang out in the flank. Sudi. All right. Take, take a five foot step at some point so I can get back in the building. Uh, that guy is oh, blocking the right, doorway. The, yeah, the other guy's blocking the Kill him so I can get back. <laughs> uh, okay. Sudi, kill this guy. I need to get it inside. Uh, okay. Let me so in. Let me in. Let my me first in. Concern. Sudi's like, let me out. There's a sphinx. <laughs> I'm not scared of no sphinx. Um, all right. So I'm worried about. You can about, hear the obscenities he's going on. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm worried about on her. So I'm going to attack the one that's next to on her it that's in base space contact with me, which has been the one that's been most effed up. So Yeah, on her it's been tearing him, him apart. So. Yes, yeah, so try to get him gone. All right, so right. Sudi spins around, so lashes out. My first attack. Hey. It's a 19 on the die for a 31. If he explodes, it might kill on you. 31 will strike your target. Well, Unheard has a pretty good reflex save, oh, okay. and once he can, I want him to retreat. Ah, I rolled a one on the die, so that's only five points of damage. He's still standing. Okay, hit him again. My flurry of blows. Whee! That's a nat 20. Ooh. Natural 20 will automatically hit threat. Roll Yay. to confirm. Uh, rolled a wow. 19 to confirm. Wow. 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 Yeah, there you go. It's working. Han Solo dice. Um, so that's a 31 to confirm. Sudi shoots first. 31 will confirm your critical hit. Oh, boy. This is where the booms hit. Jeez, come on now. 
All right. Uh, so that's 15 points of damage. 15 points of damage. So you, you kick him once, he kind of doubles over, and you just reach out, slam your fist into him as he stumbles back, and there's this pulse of energy, and yeah. another... Pop. As he just explodes any blast of fire, I'll require a reflex save from Sudi on Hurt and the other cultists. Really? You're a cat. Yeah, I'm saving that for potential. Well, yeah, you know what? I'll go ahead and use it. Um, <laughs> I'm saving that for callback. Uh, well. Yeah, you know, I'll go ahead and use it. Uh, yeah, I, I make the save now. All right, so you reflex save for nothing yep. on, on Hurt. Hurt gets a 17. 17, 17 will save. I think he has evasion. No, one of my abilities replaced his evasion. Ah, okay, so he takes five points of fire damage, and the other guy takes five points as well. So an explosion and a dead cultist. All right, so next attack, I'm going to go after the uh, cultist in the doorway. All right, so you turn um, back around, lashing out at this one. Uh, you know what? I will take a five-foot step to get around his partial cover. Okay. Well... The only downside to that is if you do that, I can't attack anything. Um, you can attack around the corner, can't you? Go after I the guess last I can go there. after that one, yeah. All right, go, um, ahead. go okay. ahead. So I'll take a five-foot step into the doorway with this guy. Okay. Go ahead and give him a hit. Somebody you can attack going. the Sphinx. I was going to say, are you talking Sudi can attack the Sphinx? I guess no. he could. He could fly and kick. Well, he, but. I was talking about Citra. She absolutely had nothing to attack. I mean, uh, That's true. Yeah, so 15 hit this guy. Probably not going to hit. 15 will not strike a target. Uh, then, yeah. uh, rarely used ability in Sudi's world, I do have my key pool that I will oh. go ahead and use a key point to get another attack. All right. So, so swift action, key point, punch. Uh, so that is a 21 to hit him. 21 will strike your targets. This is a good fight for Sudi. I'm doing okay. Uh, so that is eight points of damage. Maybe get their attention off on yours. This one's already been injured. He explodes. But uh, he's still going. Okay. So you slam your fist into him. He stumbles with the impact, bringing us to Hollis. Hollis is going to run back upstairs and look out the doorway of the balcony. All right. So that's interesting. Uh, I have a 35 movement speed. 30 can take you onto the upper landing. I don't want to be outside. Okay. Yeah. So I just want to be able to see Kabek from outside, from the doorway. Uh, you cannot currently yeah. see him. He's, 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 too, he's, 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 he's too high up. He's above the roof right now. Okay. Unless you want to get on the I will like, get awning on the, I will get on the landing. Does that help? Uh, if you could step out onto the landing. Yeah. I mean, he's 65. He's about 70 feet away from you. That's fine. Blindness. Make a fortitude save. No. Nice. Good. Then you can be in the courtyard. It's a good shot. I mean, he is a caster, so this is a gamble. Yep. All right. It's kind of middle of the road there. Last time it was middle of the road, it was in our favor. It's 21. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would have saved my fifth level spell. Oh, Dang it. wow. Okay. Ah. I don't know. Your spells, your save DCs all seem to be in like the 22, 24 range my, to me. But... My five is a 21. And oh, it's okay. a second level spell, so it's an 18. Dang it. Oh, okay. Well, that's unfortunate. That was worth the shot, though. That would have been cool. Almost. That would have been really cool. And then I guess on, uh, I'll have my chicken, like, waddle toward you. Stay inside. Don't come out here, because I might get hit with a bunch of damage, honey. She can just keep an eye on the Medusa. I'll hold on to the scroll. <laughs> Sounds good. In case good. I need to make a dramatic escape. A fly. Uh, she can... <laughs> she doesn't have some alchemist fire. She can just go to the pit and just drop them in. Out of curiosity, Hollis, and I'm not entirely positive how I don't know this. Do I have any ranks and use magic device in case this becomes pertinent? Uh, no. Why would I give you that? Oh, well. <laughs> that's unfortunate. I do have an alchemist fire, should you desire to use it. 
Also, do I look like I'm hurt to you? I'm not running around with a whole bunch of alchemical items throwing at people. That draws too much fire. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> anyway. Dang. I like my half of a wizard's total hit points. <laughs> <It's> a <laughs> Poor lady. Dang it. I was really excited about uh, that. Yeah. From Hollis, we go to Unhurt. He's going to be brave. Oh. Oh, no. Brave birdie. Brave bird's going to get himself killed. <laughs> he still can't flee until both of these cultists are dead. Uh, no, he could. If he used the withdrawal action, he could dart around the outside of that, fly yep. all the way upstairs if he wanted to. I don't yep. want him that far away. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. He cannot get to, like, he and Onurus are technically, yeah, they're within a couple inches of each other, but there's a solid wall separating them, so. Uh, he gets a, that's math. He gets a 22. 22? 22 will strike his target. He does five points of birdie damage. All right. Peck, peck, peck. Chip, 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 chip in the way. 23. 23 will also strike his target. Three points of damage. His opponent still stands. 24. 24 will strike his target. Wowzers. For another three points of damage. Oh, and hurt. Still standing. Man, that was a lot of damage. Still a vicious trio of attacks. He is going to take a five foot hop backwards towards Sudi. Okay, so he beats his wings and flutters back towards <laughs> Sudi. Kaka, 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 he says to the catfolk. What does he say on her? On yours is around the corner. He can hear him. I'll draw him forward. Move into the flank. <laughs> <laughs> sure. He's being a smart tactical birdie. It is three intelligence. Does Onyurus say birdie? <laughs> no. I was going to say, but he doesn't know what's going on on the other side of the door. <laughs> yep. That brings us to the Sphinx. Hell Sphinx. He tries clawing in at Citra. Make him strength check. I'll just you know, this the door like Sphinx the man. counts Kabek as his ally. It takes in a deep breath <laughs> and screeches. Oh boy. A deafening screech requiring a fortitude save from everyone but Kabek, who is far enough out, and uh, technically the Medusa, who's at the bottom of a pit. Okie <laughs> dokie. So I will need a fortitude save from the party. Is it death? It's deafness. If you get a bonus to oh. save versus deafness. No. Okay. Not death. No, death is the It's the dreaded Sphinx Banshee. All right. Oh, I guess the chicken needs it. Chicken, oh, too. She's a hurt. perfect 20. Um, Go chicken. Go sugar. For a 23. All right. Um, Hollis only gets a 15. She rolled a 9. Uh, Sudi, I roll a 17 for a 26 on the save. I rolled a 9 for a 16. On yours gets a 20. On her, it gets a 14. So there's this horrendous screech which echoes through this entire building. And for Hollis... Ah, dang. Everything goes quiet. There's just this tinnitus ringing in your ears. Well, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate for your spellcasting. It's a 20% spell failure. Yeah. Uh, as all sound Win. goes, verbal. Um, yep. You can feel like blood trickling out of your ears as this scream hits decibels louder than a, a jackhammer ripping through this room. Uh, the two cultists actually closest, the one cultist in the room and the one cultist in the doorway, both stumble, grabbing their head as their ah. eardrums burst. Uh, the two out in the uh, courtyard itself. Oh well, the. The one out completely in the courtyard and the other one facing on Eurus seem to have uh, weathered the blast as well. Apparently he didn't uh, As like a move that. action, he grabs on and begins to rip apart the door frame as Boy. he starts to widen the opening, oh, snapping lovely. his beak in the direction of Citra. Kubek turns his gaze down towards Hollis. Yep. Says something that Hollis can't hear. 
He'll float down to the point where he's only 20 feet over the roof. So at a height of 30 feet right now. Oh, he's casting at close range. No, he just needs a better angle. And extends a hand as a bolt of lightning shrieks from his fingertips and sears down towards you. I will need you to make a reflex save. Perfect. 20, baby. Oh, Oh, wow. Do you have evasion? Uh, For an 18, no, I don't have evasion. But I do have energy absorption because I'm an abjurer, baby. Nice. (laughs) Absorb that energy. So we take care of everything else, and then we just hang out in the building until Kavak comes to us. (laughs) That was kind of the original plan. I'd like to point out that I rolled four sixes in a row. (laughs) Wow. You fortunately, however, with your perfect 20, do save and don't take 45 points of damage. And instead take 22. (laughs) I instead take none because I have 24 energy absorption. Oh, wow. Boom. So he's wow. nearly punched through your energy absorption, so, but you oh. take this lightning bolt. Please full. tell me Hollis goes full on like Southern Bell dramatic where, oh my God, that hurts so bad. <laughs> my, my heart, my heart is I damaged. Think Hollis actually goes, oh, was that supposed to hurt? Oh. <laughs> she can't hear anything. The spontaneous, so she crowd, the spontaneous crowd erupts behind you and you can't hear them. Yep. You also can't see Kabek. You actually can't read Kabek's lips or see his face or anything because he's still behind his mask. So he's like, ooh, burn. <laughs> Sudi's too busy fighting to say ooh, burn. But yes, he thinks it. Ah, Abjur is so great. That's that's pretty cool. Nope. Unfortunately, these uh, these are completely fanatical cultists. So yep. this one's going to five foot step into the flank against Lonhurt. Wait. Oh, no. Through the open doorway. Oh, no. Power attacks against the bird. Oh, no. Unhurry it. 25. Yeah. Breath of life, the bird. He can't. That's 17 points of damage as he slices into the bird. Unhurry at negative five. The bird hits the ground with a thud, (laughs) continuing to try to viciously kind of bite as he starts to to fall out of consciousness. I was hoping between like the spell and everything on her it could have gotten him last turn. I mean, he's he's down but these guys have a they They're have a decent number nice. of fighter levels. Yeah. You know what? He should have attacked the scary targets, but that's not Apparently him. they're more fighter than wizard. Uh yeah. The other one, the one in the doorway swings it on yours. Did not make a spellcraft roll. Uh he'll power attack he is flanking. That is a 26. That'll hit me. Uh, at least he's going to take damage. Yeah. Wow, the explosion, though. Yeah. Well, I guess it won't really hurt on yours. Has yeah, evasion or you got the evasion or whatever. Slices into on yours for 18 points of damage. Uh, so he takes 12 points of cold damage. Jeez. That is unpleasant. Fanatics, though. The guy will then take a five-foot step back. His partner next to him will take a five-foot step sliding over into the flank. They're doing the old do do The old do do uh, And power attacks. Jeez. Uh, power attack probably bit him. Yeah, it's only a 19. Nope. And they don't take any damage if they miss, correct? So any creature striking you with its body or striking. handheld weapon deals yeah. normal damage. Uh, so the other one that's already in the flank will take his uh, weapon and swing. That's a perfect 20, which will automatically hit threat. Oh, boy. 24 to confirm. Yes. Jesus. Oh, Oh, God. It's 33 points of damage. On yours is dead. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. God dang it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. The cultist (sighs) drops on yours in a single vicious critical slice. Frick. (sighs) 
crud. Blood splatters. On her, it lets out a... On her, it's down. Oh, yeah. On her, it's down, too. Yeah. I don't have any idea what happened, though, do I? You can see him fall through the open door. Okay. Citra runs out there to go get the mask. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't... God, that's about all we can, can do. get we, out there. No, it's, I mean, it's, honestly, that's all we can do is get the mask and get I, out. I have to. I have to get that mask. Yeah. So try to acrobatics out yeah, there. Yeah, I'm going to try to acrobatics out there to get next to Onuris. God, Hollis I mean, has zero idea. Yeah, Hollis has in, no idea. Get in the flank with Sudi. Well, somebody's... I'm sure we're yelling. So, I'm deaf. As the priest falls, we go to Citra. So you're going to need to make a acrobatics check. It's going to be a DC plus five. Sorry, DC, uh, DC plus seven, because you're moving through a second threatened square. 30. A 30 will succeed as you rush forward, leap past the cultist, donning horror, see the still form of on yours, because you couldn't tell if he was down unconscious, but you can see the hit. Then I reach down and I grab the mask. So move action retrieve it will provoke two attacks of opportunity. I gotta take him. So they will both take it. Oh, They're still power attacking because they declared it. Oh, jeez. You haven't been hit. I've been hit once. Okay. 22? No. And it's a natural one, will not. So you reach down. You can't even necessarily be reverent or anything. It's you just grab it and wrench it away from him. And you are now standing wide open in the courtyard. No, but I couldn't do any. I had yeah. to do it. No, I mean, yeah. no, yeah. I mean, that's the only thing I can think to do either. Uh, the Medusa takes damage at the bottom of his pit. That's your pit. She takes nine. What nine points of damage. Three? Three rounds? This is third? This is the third round. Okay. I don't need that thing to come out of that pit oh, and then God, be like, no. yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Medusa keeps trying to climb but cannot literally make that climb check. Sudi Kantar. <sighs> we're technically flanking. Yeah, we're flanking. You're, you're I... five feet away. You know, you yeah. see yeah. on your fall to this cultist Citrus monster fighting through tears like yeah i mean sudi's i mean the only thing he can do punch the bejesus out of him God, i can't even sucks. get to the one that actually took him down because he was the one that was far away from the door what he's gonna take it out on the next cultist um so yeah he's gonna flurry of blows um i'm going all out on this um all right so 22 at 22 will strike your flank to target Nine points of damage. All right. Okay. This is one of the two cultists that have not been injured yet. Okay, that's an awful roll. I roll a two for a um, 16. No, 16 will not strike. Yeah. That's what the plus two for flank. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Okay, roll a 16. um, So that is a 25. 25 will hit your target. Um, 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. Your opponent still stands. I will uh, use a key point as a swift action to give myself another attack. I do think what Jessica was trying to remind you earlier is that you do have Stunning Fist, yes? Yeah. You do have to declare that as part of an attack. So if if you're interested in using that, I don't think... I think think it's it's just part of an action, isn't it? All right, I'll go ahead and try to stun this guy. Let Citra get back inside next round. See what we can do. All right. Not great. That is a 19 with the flank. A 19 will strike your flank to target. Okay. All right, so I do the damage and stun him. He needs to make a fortitude save. Uh, it's DC 10 plus half of your level, which would be 14 uh, yeah, so plus your wisdom modifier. DC is, so half is four, so it's 16? 16, yeah. 16. 
He stands about a 50. 50 gets a 14. So he will fail. Seven He'll be seven. stunned. Uh, he also takes seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. So, Sudi, you... You see on your fall, you step in, you slam your fist into this guy, trying to bring him down and can't before you just bring one hand, kind of cup it and slam it into the side of his head as the man just stumbles, bursting his, his eardrum since he's one of the ones that could still hear. Stun means his uh, falchion clatters from his grip to the stone floor as he grabs onto the side of his head. Hollis. Um, I guess Hollis can see... You're deaf and unaware of any... You can see Kabek. I can see Citra on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, you can actually see Citra directly beneath you. And she's got the mask. Crying and carrying a blood-covered mask. Uh, Hollis is gonna pull Finger of Death out of her (laughs) scroll case, and then I'm gonna cast it at Kabek. Assuming he's still within range. He flew down, though. He did. He's only he did. 30 he's, feet up from yeah, here. Yeah, he's, okay, he's within close within range. range. I think Finger Death is actually long range. I'm going to have to I have to make a caster level check. That's a fort save, right? Yep. Okay, so he might be. Finger of Death is close range. Oh, but yeah, okay. he's within. He's within range. He's within 30 feet of you. All right, so it's a Sorcerer Wizard 7. Mm-hmm. So that's... Um, sorry, my, my thoughts are a little scattered right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, jeez. Yeah. Um, so, fifth level spells at ninth, sixth level spells at eleventh. So it's a caster level thirteen. So you need to roll a DC fourteen caster level. Okay, I start with a nine. Yeah. So you need to get a five or higher. A fourteen on the dice. Hey, hey. nice. Fourteen so, uh, will. Yeah, twenty three will succeed. He makes. I was 14. kind of afraid of you having to deal with a misfire because that's a wisdom check yeah um do you have to is it a range touch or do you oh just, but i'm deaf do i have to do a thing uh but it's off a scroll i don't know how the other works it's a good question i believe it counts exactly as if you were casting the spell okay so it's per 20 percent so you need a 21 or higher on percentile 57 57 uh, all right, all right. that will get through i just like whenever you have to roll a bunch of stuff i know i hate when i have to roll anything ever uh so tense except damage yeah all right, he makes a fortitude save. He'll take damage even if he passes. That's true. So it is a... Um, the DC of this scroll. scroll. It's a 7th level spell, which means it would be a minimum of 17. So it's a DC 20 fortitude save. Okay. That's oh, lower than my saves, but that's fine. Maybe he'll fail. I wish I had misfortune. So you'll have to roll a 13 or higher. Okay, all right. A little behind the screen. Rolls an 18, giving him a 25. Fine, he'll still take damage. The tablet turns blank in your hands as you gesture with a finger, blast energy into him. Uh, What's the caster level that I add to this? Uh, It's caster level 13. All right, fine. He takes 27 damage. That's that's still painful. It's not... It's not he died. 130 damage. It's, yeah. Dang it, we were on a streak there. It's too good to be true. Well, hey, you know what? He's got a good fortitude save for a freaking wizard. Hey, it's all in the dice roll. probably a time to buff. He rolled a 18. He has probably also yeah. had a time to buff. From Hollis, uh, you have move action. Re- oh, no, you used it to retrieve that. You have yeah. a five-foot step remaining to I'll you. I'll step inside. All right, so you step back. <laughs> we step. just need to regroup and get that out of here. I think I'm like, I, you know I, where I am. You duck back into the building. I can't hear you. You know where I am. Oh, sugar gets in my bag. All right, sugar can run over and uh, yeah, hop into your bag. You need to grab on her it and let's. Go. Yeah, yeah. On her it fails to stabilize. 
The Sphinx bursts through the front door. Oh, no. Squeezes, moves forward 15 feet to get with, get within 10 feet of Sudi. Oh, no. Natural one will automatically miss. Okay. Oh, all right. That brings us to Kabek. Uh, he's going to focus on me, maybe. Oh, I think he's going to focus on me because I'm out in the open. Oh, yeah. Maybe. And because I have the mask. This fight yeah. has gone on too long. He just got hurt real bad. He will focus his magic down. Uh, he'll fly down to the point where he's level with the second floor. Oh, no. Turn, cup his hands, and I will need a reflex save from Citra and Sudi. And the cultists in all three of those cultists. Oh, God. Okay. What is he casting? Oh, we don't even know what he's casting. Cause oh, I can. Oh, I'm deaf. No, you're deaf. I can see his hands. Um, I, I roll a nat 20 to get a 23 on my spellcraft. <laughs> okay. Cone of cult. Oh, oh shitaki mushrooms. Oh no, oh no, no, no. Um, okay, I roll a 14 for a 23. That probably doesn't. Okay. Probably is okay. Citra. I rolled a 15 for a 28. 28. Both of you will save. Uh, reflex save for half. I think both of you have a We evasion? both have a They hide behind evasion. the cultists. Yeah, so you dive. All three of the cultists fell their reflex saves. Somebody should yell thanks at him after he kills them. Except we're not sassy right now because we're sad. Well, they're also yeah. about to explode. Oh. Yeah. Killing both of the cultists between Citra and Sudi as they both explode into a burst of fiery snakes requiring additional reflex saves from both Citra and Sudi. Great. Uh, 16 on the dice for a 25. Uh, that's a nat 20. And a 7 on the dice... Which is a 17. Ooh. Uh, and a 15. So, Sudi, you avoid all of the damage tumbling back out of the way. Citra, you manage to avoid half before taking a blast from the other one for seven points of fire damage that burns across you as these two detonate. The other one looks to be in rough shape as he stumbles back, but I continues believe, to push forward. I cannot believe he's got kind of cold. It's nuts. He's a high-level caster. Yeah, he's way higher than we thought he was, for sure. Uh, the other cultist takes a five-foot step forward, the one that had been battling on Hurt up until this point, and swings at Sudi. Okay. That's a... It's not power attacking, but that's a 19. No. The other one will take a five-foot step next to Citra, and will provoke an attack of opportunity. As he reaches out, grabbing for the mask. Oh, he's going to attempt to steal. Hit him, hit him, hit him. Be a 21. A 21 will strike your target. For 10 points of damage. A vicious cut, although not enough to bring the cultist down. He attempts a combat maneuver. He took damage during this and rolls a natural one. Oh, God. Citra Nahamra. Get up here. I have run up toward Hollis. Provoke, yeah, provoke the attack opportunity from the Sphinx. It's fine. I mean, you could acrobatics for the first move and then attempt, but if you fell, yeah. I roll it. Uh, I, I got to try it. Uh, that'd be a 32. That's good. 32 will beat the Sphinx's combat maneuver defense bonus barely. Oh, thank God. Um, so that will get you 15 feet up to the stairs, and then you can use a second move action if you wish. Yeah. Uh, are you trying Hollis. to reach Hollis? Yes. So, you know, Citra, you jump forward tumble past, duck past these swinging falchions, hit the stairs, rush up there. Hollis, you see Citra running, covered in frost, burned, bloodied, carrying the mask as she rushes towards you. Hollis says, put the mask on. 
What? When we get out of here, I don't want him to be able to find us. Or that thing. Put it on now? Just put it on. Well, you guys can't hear any conversation. Yeah, Hollis can't. All right, I can't Hollis can just yeah. make demands, so Citrus oh. is like making... Uh, she, well, she's probably like, put it on now. <laughs> I said, put the, ma- put the mask on, is what I said. Reluctantly? You, uh, you don't, don't have, have an a move action. Oh, remaining. okay. But Citra is on the second floor in base contact with Hollis. Uh, I think we've mostly forgotten, but there's a Medusa. You're oh, yeah. still taking acid damage at yeah. the bottom of this This fight started so well. Seven. Yeah. God, I guess grabbing on her it is move action. Yep, uh, that is an interaction which will provoke yeah. attacks of opportunity. Yeah, it's fine. The cultist gets a 17. No. The sphinx bites out with a 22. Ah, oh, dang it, on the nose. Chomping hold for 11 points of damage. Okay. So his beak rips into your shoulder. You tuck the, uh, the battered bird under your arm. And I sprint up the stairs into contact with Hollis and scream we've got to get out of here I can't hear you but we're gonna get out of here <laughs> <laughs> alright that brings us to Hollis Starkweather alright it's a 20% failure rate because you are deafened let me double check how long that deafened lasts <gasps> is that a 20? a 23? oh, God. oh it was so close <sighs> Oh, uh, yeah, it's permanent. Yeah, it's permanent. Oh, great. <laughs> um, I dimensioned Doris, my max range toward town. Well, the cart is fairly close to this. I dimensioned Dor inside of the wagon. Inside of the wagon. The covered wagon. Yes. All right. Yeah, I'll be it's quiet. Any destination you specify. So, Sudi, you tuck the bird under you. Citra, you grab the mask, bringing it under your arm to protect it. You hear the sound of this sphinx screeching below these cultists rushing Kabek outside beginning to spell cast again Hollis you grab both of them chant gesture pull them both by the shoulder through a flash of purple door and light and we'll pick it up here next time ah. oh god we're not even out of the woods yet no we're uh. not we are not anywhere near out of the woods Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Mommy's Mask is copyright 2014. Mommy's Mask and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.